Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. You know, church has become so commercial until we have gotten away from its true purpose. It has become such big business until we allow people to operate and function as long as they have something to bring to the table. People are now more concerned about recording and living in life of the rich and famous rather than knowing Jesus. For the true purpose of the church is soul business, not big business. I don't know about you, but I would rather have nothing and no Jesus than to have everything and not know Jesus. You need to confess it today. Good evening. Thank you for tuning in to the Light of Portland broadcast with Pastor Kimberly Black from Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church in Portland, Oregon. Do you know Jesus? Did you know he could live in your heart if you invite him in? the next song you hear prepare to be blessed of the Lord prepare for a move of Holy Spirit prepare to know Jesus in your heart
Amen. I'm glad to be in the service just one more time. Good evening to the Light of Portland family. I am Pastor Kimberly Black. It is an honor, a privilege, and my pleasure to be able to worship with you on tonight. Like Ricky Dillard said, it's just one more time to be in the service of the Lord. I am glad, I am glad, I am glad. For this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We give all glory and honor to God for truly he is good and he's worthy to be praised. We bless him for giving us another day to be in the land of the dying, preparing to be in the land of the living. I don't know about you all, but this place is not my home. I'm going to a place that has been prepared just for the believers, just for those who love the Lord, those who have a pure heart and clean hands, place not made by hands, where the streets have been paved with gold. Uh huh. And all day long, we'll be together singing hallelujah, holy, holy, holy to the Lord God Almighty. Yes, saints, I'm talking about going to heaven. One of these good old days, We'll be caught up to meet our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, on the other side. We truly thank God for each of you calling in to be with us on tonight for another time of worship on the Light of Portland broadcast. We want to thank God and and show love and respect to all of those who co-labor with us to make this ministry possible. We thank God for the Butterfields and the work that God has assigned to his hands uh, right there in Georgia at the light of the world with Archbishop Ruth Smith. We thank God for our sister, our friend, Pastor Sherelle Pennington, who was in Atlanta, a man at the Tabernacle of Faith. We thank God for her and the work that God has assigned to her hands, knowing that the work that God has for us is bigger than you and I. And so we're just grateful tonight for all that God has done for us. We want to thank God for those that labor with us right here at home, our very own Elder Dante Farmer and Elder Kathy Miniweather. It's such an honor to be able to um, work together with these mighty men and women of God who not only love the Lord, They love the Lord's word. They love the Lord's people. And they love the work of the Lord. And and it's in that order that they do that. Amen. And so we're just truly grateful tonight. We're just truly grateful. We are honored that you chose to come and spend the next hour with us. Uh, We're going to um, go before the Lord in prayer. We're going to have a song of worship to get our hearts and minds together and then we'll receive the word from the Lord. Um, by way of announcements, we want you to know that we um, at Greater St. Stephen are getting ready for our third worship out of the box worship experience on Sunday, September the 19th at 1130 a.m. We will be having a worship experience at our church out in the yard. We will be outside in the yard worshiping 
and we will be serving our community. Well, Pastor Black, what you mean you're going to be doing? We're going to be giving away cleaning supplies to the men and women in our community. And so if you um, know someone that uh, needs some cleaning supplies, please let them know. Uh, we will be at 3535 Northeast Mallory on Sunday, September the 19th from 1130 to 1, and we will be giving out cleaning supplies. And so we're just truly thankful to God that he has allowed us to do ministry um, unconventional. He's allowed us to do ministry out of the box. He's allowed us to uh, not be conformed to doing ministry the way we did it before COVID. And so we are just excited about this opportunity to share with our brothers and sisters in our community. Amen. So we're just truly grateful to God. If your church, if you are doing something and you want the community to know about it, we want to encourage you to email us so that we can uh, make those announcements on this line. And you can just email me your announcement or your flyer at gssmbc at yahoo.com. And every Sunday night, um, we will make the announcement. We will make sure that we all hear that announcement and that we are there to support. If we can't show up, know that we are praying for the success of your event. And that's what we can do for each other. Keep each other lifted up in prayer. Um, as we prepare to go before the throne of grace in prayer, we want to make mention of the states um, that um, are, have fires burning. Uh, we want to make mention of the states that have um, had hurricanes and tornadoes and flooding take place in their cities. We don't want to forget um, what's going on um, outside of what's right here in Portland, Oregon, or what's right there in Sacramento, or what's right there in Seattle, or what's right there in Georgia. But there's stuff happening everywhere. And we, it's our responsibility to humble ourselves and pray and to seek God's face. And Second Chronicles said he would hear from heaven and he would heal the land. And so we want to continue to pray for our brothers and sisters all across this nation. Um, as we are here in Portland, we are praying. Um, I don't know if any of you realize it, but uh, Nabisco, and they have a new name now, and I can't think of the name of it, but those employees um, have been on strike now. And uh, the owners of the company uh, don't want to pay the people overtime. They, they figure that if they come to work, they've done their 40, and they, they come on Saturday and Sunday, they don't want to pay them overtime. And people who have just started working there recently, they're not entitled to any other benefits like the other people that have been there forever. And so they're trying to get the union on their side to help them to make sure that everything is fair. The owners say that if, if, if Portland don't get it together, they will take their company somewhere else where they can pay everybody cheaper. So let's pray for our brothers and sisters that are out there on Lombard, 
um, with picket signs that they be safe, uh, that, that God will turn the hearts of men and women, that they may do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly before our God. Um, so that's what we're going to be praying for tonight. We're going to be seeking God, um, that the hand of God would move uh, all over, not just here in Portland, but all over the world. We need him. We They need him in Texas. Amen. They, they need him in Georgia. We need the Lord everywhere. And so tonight we're going to go before the Lord in prayer, hear a song of worship, and then we're going to bring before us um, our speaker, amen, our friend, our sister, Pastor uh, Regina Zachary, amen. Pastor Zachary, I need you to press one on your phone um, because I think you're calling. Okay, no, you're calling from the same number I got. Amen, I see you. Um, but we're going to hear from the woman of God tonight all the way from Sacramento. Uh, we're going to um, pray and we're going to have a song and the next voice you will hear will be that of my friend, my sister, a mentor to me, Pastor Regina Zachary, all the way from Sacramento, California. Let us go before the Lord in prayer. Gracious Father, we humbly come before you this evening, thanking you for being our Lord and our Savior, thanking you, O oh God, for being mindful of what we stand in need of. Lord, tonight we come lifting you up. We come giving you glory and honor. Father, we come to bless your name because what we heard in the Sunday school lesson this morning, you are good. You are uh, uh, amazing and your wondrous works, God, are, are there for you to perform. And there is no God like you. Father, we just thank you tonight. We bless you tonight, Lord God. And we give you all glory and all honor because you've been so faithful to us. You did not leave us. You did not forsake us. You did not turn your back on us. We left you. And so tonight, Father, we are handmade servants. We're coming, coming humbly before your throne of grace, seeking your face, Lord God, asking that you would forgive us of all of our sins, Lord. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness and then create within us a clean heart. Father, tonight we're asking in the name of Jesus that you would touch your children all over the world, all over the land, Father God. We know that people are 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 sad and depressed because of the coronavirus. We know that people are sad and depressed because they lost their homes and fires and floods. And Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you would comfort your sons and daughters, that you would help the government, Father, do what they're supposed to do to help restore these cities, oh God. I pray now for America Red Cross and for FEMA tonight. I pray, oh God, that they would come quickly, Father, that they would answer the call when people call, that they would return phone calls, God, expeditiously, that they would respond to emails, Father, so people are not waiting and, and, and just holding on to a false a sense of hope, oh God. Lord, you are in the midst of us. You are in the midst of us, and we know that. We know that you are in control. The, 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 the song we used to sing as children, you got the whole world in your hand. And, God, we thank you tonight for having the whole world in your hand. 
We thank you tonight, oh God, for always watching over us and always being mindful, Father God, of our need for you. So, Lord, you said in your word we must ask. We must ask. And so we're asking tonight, Lord, that your will be done. We're asking tonight, Father, that you would come and show yourself strong, show yourself mighty in the midst of it all. Lord, we love you tonight. We appreciate you, Father, for all that you've done and all that you're doing. Touch the bereaved families everywhere tonight, Lord God. Strengthen their hearts. Touch those that are incarcerated tonight, oh God. Those that are houseless, Father, calling a cardboard a mattress, calling plastic a blanket, Father. Touch them tonight, Lord God. Lord God, protect them, Lord God, from the the weather, the extreme heat, the, the, the wetness, wherever they may be tonight. God, I pray that you would touch that, that man and that woman that's looking for employment this week. Oh, God, don't let them just take the first job that's offered to them, but let them take the job that you have purpose for them. So, God, you do a wonder for us. You do something that's amazing for us. Bless the children as they return back to school. Crown their heads with wisdom and knowledge. Keep them safe, Lord God. Help them to remember to wear their masks and to wash their hands and and to to stay, stay six feet apart from their classmates just so that they can protect themselves and protect their other siblings and protect their parents and protect their grandparents and their great grandparents. God, we just, we ask, Father God, because your word says we must ask. So tonight, Father, because we have the authority that you have given us, we declare and decree that all these things be done. Not that we may get the glory, but that you may get the glory, that you may get the honor, that you may get the praise, because you alone are worthy. Father, we love you tonight, and we appreciate you. We thank you, Father, for working all things out on our behalf for our good. Father, like the children of Israel this morning, somebody's back may be up against the wall. They might be facing the Red Sea in front of them and Pharaoh's army behind them and mountains closing in on the side of them. But God, I pray that they don't stress and trip out. I pray that they would be keep calm and, and stand still and see the salvation of the Lord and that uh, a praise will come up springing from their belly like rivers of living water, that they may praise you until you bring a breakthrough, a release, a deliverance. God, we praise you tonight for the word that's coming forth from our sister. Thank you for Pastor Zachary. Thank you, Father God, for blessing her, Father God, with with the ministry and the work that she's doing right there in Sacramento. God, we thank you that she's not only uh, planted seeds in Sacramento, but God, she's planted seeds right here in Portland, Oregon. God, and we thank you for the word that you placed inside this woman of God. We thank you, God, that she perseveres, Father God, 
and as she continues to hold up the bloodstained banner. So tonight, Father, as she preaches, we promise to pray for her. We promise to say amen. Even though she can't hear us, God, we will say amen. We will clap our hands. We will rejoice in the word that you have given to your daughter tonight for us. And God, we bless you and we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. In the matchless name of Jesus, our Christ, we pray. Thank God and amen. You deserve my worship. You deserve my praise. Thank you, Jesus. Adoration and glory, it belongs to you always. Oh, you deserve my worship. Yes, you do, Lord. You deserve my praise. Adoration and glory.
Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. To God be the glory tonight. I just want to encourage you tonight and just the Lord laid it on my heart to give you a word to remind you of who you are in Christ Jesus. God wants you to know that you are anointed, that you are chosen, that you are called, and that you have authority. The Lord said, look, I've given you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. The enemy at this time is trying to, uh, I was sharing it with them on the prayer line, and I was sharing, I said, what is the greatest enemy that we're fighting in this season? And the greatest imminent enemy that we're fighting right now, he's after our health, he's after our faith, he's after our words, he's after our confidence, he's after our boldness, he's after our prayer life. He's, he is trying to get the saints of God out of the will of God. But tonight God said, if you seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness, and I mean pull your Bible out. This is the time for the saints of God to stand on the word of God, to not lean up to their own understanding, but in all thy ways to acknowledge him. What are you talking about, Pastor Zachary? You got to get that word out. Too many saints of God, they're dependent on their pastor to feed them. Yes, yes, we go to church and, and, and the pastor, the shepherd, and the, the pastor is supposed to feed us. But the Bible also says that we are to study to show our self-approval. It's too many saints, their Bible didn't got dusted. Uh, the Bible's just sitting up on a shelf. They, they go to church, and, and, and the, the, the man of God or the woman of God, he's feeding them the word of God, but they don't ever take it back home. They don't read it when they get home. They don't apply it to themselves when they get home. So we're living in a time of defeated saints. They don't have no power. And so God said, I want you to tell them, Get back in your word. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. What is his righteousness? The Bible said that it's righteousness is peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. It's too many that, that are saying that they're Christians and they're saying that they, they, they belong to God, but they don't have no power. They don't have no power to cast out a flea. They don't have no power to lay hands on the sick. They don't have no power to cast out demons. If you are there should be some signs. There should be signs. So tonight, I'm, I'm just, we just have to get back in, in our place with the word of God. We're weak in our faith. We're weak in the word of God. When you ask somebody to pray, the word of God should come up out of your heart. What is going on with the saints today? I was sharing with them. I said, you know what? A lot of people are upset about this coronavirus, but I thank God for it. Because what God is doing is resetting his people. If Jesus came back last March when this coronavirus hit, do y'all know thousands, I'm talking about millions of people would have been lost. How many people have you shared the gospel with? How many people have you told them about Jesus? How many people have you told them, I know a man? How many people have you encouraged? How many people have you prayed for? There's certain souls that you're supposed to reach. God called us all out of darkness for a reason. God said we're the light of the world. He said we're the salt of the earth. Where's our salt at? And some of us, we know, we know we're not on fire with God like we used to be. We know we're not praying like we used to. We know we're not in the word like we used to be. So tonight, tonight, God is 
is like pleading with us. God is like pulling on us. Get back in my presence. Seek my face. Hunger and thirst for righteousness. Let me use you. Let me use you to be a light. But you can't be a light if you don't spend no time with the Lord. So many people are going to church. They're going to church, but they don't have an intimacy with God. They don't even know Jesus. Some of them don't even know nothing about the Holy Ghost. You ask them about the Holy Ghost, what Holy Ghost? That's the time that we're living in right now. But I thank God for the door, the door of mercy that is open to us right now. I thank God for the grace of God that's being extended to us right now. He's made me increase my prayer life. I'm driving my car right now, but I'm getting ready to stop it because I want to give you a word. And I want you to take this word, and I want you to pray this word over yourself. And I mean don't pray it one time. I want you to keep praying it until it becomes a revelation in you. I want you to pray it until it becomes fire in you. I want you to pray it until it's stirred up in you. I want you to get this word back in your heart, in your eye gate, in your heart, in your mouth, until it becomes a part of you. Too many saints, they don't have no power. They don't have no word. If somebody comes up to them, you ain't even led by the Holy Ghost to witness to them. You don't even know what to say to them anymore. And so you got to get back on fire for God. Religion is over. Tradition is over. We got to get in a real, true relationship with the Lord in this season. The Holy Ghost, let's go to Ephesians, the first chapter. Let's go to Ephesians, the first chapter. Ephesians 1 says, I'm so excited about what God is doing in this season. I can't even explain it, what God is doing. I, I'm thanking him that he's, he's stirring up the word. He's stirring up my prayer life. He, he's stirring up my desire for him, and it's him. And you and, and, and uh, my sister just said it, Pastor Black, said that you have to, you have to ask. You know the first person you need to ask for? You. Lord, give me a desire to seek you. Give me a desire to pray. Give me a desire to get in the Word. I was sharing with them on the prayer line that when you when you start praying, you're automatically going to get in the Word. Because the Word is just, I can't explain it, but the Holy Spirit is going to take you to the Word of God. Some of you, excuse me, I'm going to use an example. I want you to see this in the picture. I want you to see a glass in front of you. And the glass is full of water. But some of y'all, your water is low. You need to be filled with the Holy Ghost again. You need to get on fire again. You don't even have no overflow to give to anybody else. So you need God to fill you again. And that needs to be your prayer right now. Uh, I was sharing with them, the Lord was saying that in 2021, that some need to be praying Acts 1 and 8, that you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost, he said, tarry in Jerusalem until you receive power from on high. You need to get there. You know you ain't, you ain't feeling the anointing. You know you're not feeling the presence of the Lord. You know you're not feeling no fire. You need to get that scripture, and you need to stand on it. Stand on it. Pray it morning, noon, and night, and don't stop praying it. Don't pray it one time and quit. That's what's wrong with us. That's what's wrong with us. We pray one time, and then we stop. No, uh-uh. It's got to become second nature. It's got to become a part of you. It's got to become a part of you. Ephesians 1, 
I'm going to Ephesians 1 and 2. Grace be to you and peace from our God, our Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God, the Father of your Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us. And I need you to declare over yourself, I don't care what's going through, what you're going through, I'm blessed. you got to speak that over yourself every single day. Look, me to you, and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who have blessed us with all spiritual blessings. All spiritual blessings. You want to see some things happen in your life? First of all, you got to realize that it's spiritual, then natural. You got to give birth to it. You gotta, you gotta give birth. I, when I bought this house, the house that I'm, I, I just bought, I've, I've been here two years. I was living in an apartment. I told a testimony about the fire. I was in the apartment almost two and a half years. Everybody, I said, when I move out of this apartment, I'm buying me a home. I started speaking that out of my mouth. When I move out of this apartment, I'm buying me a home. So I started standing on the word of God, and I started believing God to bless me to buy my own home. And I'm standing right here, but I had to plant that seed. I had to plant that seed. I had to water that seed. I stood on the promise of God every day that God was going to bless me with a home, that he was going to supply my need. This was a need, that he was going to supply this need for me according to his riches and glory. I began to stand on it every single day, every day. As I began to pray, I want you to hear me real good tonight. As I began to pray, then the, when it was time for fruition, for the manifestation of what I was praying, what I had been watering every day, a young lady called me and said, Pastor Zachary, she said, I was talking to this lady in my neighborhood, and she said, if you know anybody that, that wants to uh, buy a house, she said, let me know. I'm a realtor. And she said, soon as, now remember, I had been praying, Soon as she said that to her, she said, I dropped in her spirit. Listen now. I dropped in her spirit. When I dropped in her spirit, she said, she, she gave her my name. The lady got in contact with me and everything. And after that, she told me exactly what I had to do. But I prayed in secret first. I prayed the word of God first. Then manifestation came. Then the Holy Ghost blessed with the realtor. Then the Holy Ghost set up everything that I had to do to make it happen. If we can pray for the, watch this, I want y'all to hear me tonight. If we can pray like that for things, what do you think we can pray for when it comes to fires, when we come, when it comes to nature, when it comes to our cities, when it comes to our government, when it comes to our families being saved? I was reading something off of Facebook. Somebody sent me something, and it says the reason we're not seeing our children born again is because we're not standing on the promises of God long enough to see it manifest. Because, see, it's got to manifest first in the spirit. Everything is birthed in the spirit. That's the word I want to give you tonight. It's in the spirit. you got to get in the spirit. Everything that you ever got from God, it came from a prayer. But today, in the realm that we're in now, we got to get the word. The word is spirit, and it is life. I asked them this week on the prayer line, what is your greatest need? And every last one of them said, seeing their children saved. Okay, so if that's the case, 
then you need to get in the Bible and you need to find out where the promise, what the promises say about your about your family. The book of Acts 16 and 31 says that he will save your household. He will save you and your household. That means everything that is connected to you, but you got to birth it in the spirit. It's not enough to just go before God and say, God, save them. No, you got to get the word. You got to get the word. You got to get the promises of God. Acts 16 and 31 is one of them. Another one is Isaiah 49, I think. I can't remember it right now, but it's talking about that he will contend with them, that contend with you, and that he will save your children. Another scripture says that the, the the blessing of the Lord, that the, the blessing of our womb is blessed. It talks about in the book of Psalms that our children are a gift from God. It also talks about that our children are new creatures in Christ Jesus. You got to get that word in your mouth. I have a son that I'm dealing with right now. And the Holy Ghost is dealing with me about my words when I speak over him. He says, stop being in agreement with the devil. Stop it. Quit being in agreement with the devil. Began to decree and declare that by the stripes of Jesus Christ, he is healed. Began to decree, hallelujah, to the I feel excited, I feel in my belly. Get the word, y'all. You got to get the word in your heart. You got to get the word in your mouth. You got to stop cursing the blessing that God has put inside of your mouth. Death and life is in the power of the tongue, but we're cursing our children. We're cursing our homes. We're cursing our health. What are we doing? How are we doing it? Let me tell you how we're doing it. We get a, we get a symptom, and we get sick, and we start talking about how our back hurts. We start talking about how I have a headache. No, you got to rebuke that. Stop being in agreement with the enemy. No, I don't care if you got the symptoms. By the stripes of Jesus Christ, I'm healed from this headache. I'm healed. I'm healed from this back pain. I'm healed. Get that scripture out, and there's a revelation that's going to come to you. Get that scripture out about the woman with the issue of blood. There's, there's two of them. There's one about the back, and there's one about the blood. The blood takes care of every blood, every blood disease. Get it. Get that scripture. He said, thy faith has made you whole. The Bible says that the just shall live by faith. What are we going to get it? We got to get back to the word of God. We got to get the word in our eye gates, in our ear gates, in our mouth gates. I'm praying for everybody that's on the on the air tonight that the Holy Spirit will touch your ears and that your ears will be unstopped. I'm praying tonight for your heart that your desires will burn towards the Lord Jesus Christ like it used to, that your faith, confidence, and your boldness in God will come back. I'm praying that the spirit of discipline will come upon you. I'm praying that your prayer life will be restored. I'm praying that you will have a hunger and a thirst for righteousness like you never had before. I'm praying that when the enemy try to come in like a flood, that you will allow the spirit of the Lord in you to lift up a standard. I'm praying for you tonight that you are coming to the realization that greater is the God on the inside of you than any circumstances that you're dealing with on the outside. I remember how we prayed for Pastor Black's son. <laughs> Don't, ah, ah, Holy Ghost, help me. I remember how we stood in the gap. We stood 
against the powers of darkness. We stood against condemnation and guilt. We stood. And let me say this. Our kids can make mistakes. Listen to me good tonight. And they can be wrong. They can be wrong. But watch this. We have a, we have a God that is a defender. We have a God that is an attorney. We have a God that is an advocate. And all God is trying to get us to do, I'm sorry for crying, but God is trying to get us to get it. We have everything that we need on the inside of us. He said, my people die for the lack of knowledge. Get down on your knees. Get on your knees and believe God. Believe God. He's able to do exceedingly, abundantly more than we can even ask or think. Everything that I've ever seen God do, it was on my knees. Everything. Saints, we got to get back to God. We got to get back to intimacy with God. We got to get the Lord for real. No playing, no joking. We got to get back to it. We got to get back to it. Go with me to Ephesians 1, 17. 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you, put you there, put you there, put me there, put you, make it personal. But I'm getting ready to show you something going to blow your mind. The word works when you work the word. The word works when you work the word. The word works when you work the word. The God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto me the spirit of wisdom. You need wisdom out there and not your wisdom. Not your wisdom. You need God's wisdom in certain circumstances. You need God's wisdom. But if you don't acknowledge the Lord, if you don't acknowledge him, you got to acknowledge him. He can't do anything for you if you don't ask him to come in and help you with it. The Bible says, lift up your eyes unto the hills from which cometh your help. Our help coming from the Lord. But we got to pray the word. We got to pray the word. The eyes of my, my 17, but that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Now, take this scripture. I did it personal. Now I'm going to take it and I'm going to put it to your family. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, will give it to everybody in my family the spirit of wisdom and the revelation in the knowledge of him. Eyes of their understanding might be enlightened, that they may know what is the hope of his calling in their life. And what is the riches of his glory, of his inheritance to the saints? We have an inheritance, y'all. We have an inheritance. And we need to ask God, what is my inheritance? Go with me to Psalms 103. Go with me to Psalms 103. I'm coming back to Ephesians in a minute. Go to Psalms 103. Psalms 103. You got to get this word, and you got to get it. It's got to become a part of your life. Not the word of the world, not the news, not the gossip, not social media, not Facebook, not internet. 
even 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 some of the wisdom of this world. It don't work, but the word works. Psalms one oh three. Write these scriptures down. Don't even play with it. Get them. Stand on them. Meditate on them. The Bible says meditate. He told Joshua, what? Be of good courage. Meditate in my law day and night, day and night, day and night. We, we, we got too much stuff distracting us. We watch TV. We get on the phone. No. No. Get back in the word. Began to decree sin will not have dominion over me. Get Psalms 119 and go through the whole Psalms and underline the ones that the Holy Ghost tells you to and, and, and mark them off and speak them over yourself every day. You're weak because your faith is weak. The just shall live by faith. And he said it's impossible to please God without faith. It's impossible. Psalms 103, bless the Lord on my soul and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Forget not his benefits. And you need to underline that. Lord, wait a minute. I got some benefits? Underline that. What benefits do I have? Write them down. He forgiveth all your iniquities. Wait a minute. All my iniquities are forgiven? Yes, they are. The Bible says it. I believe it and I receive it. I believe it and I receive it. He forgiveth all my iniquities. He healeth all my diseases. Do y'all hear this tonight? Care what you dealing with. He said he healed all of our diseases. And that includes 2021 coronavirus, diabetes. That includes high blood pressure. That whatever we're dealing with. This scripture right here says he healeth all thy diseases. Arthritis. Whatever you're going through. Come on now. Who redeemed our life from destruction. I've been praying this secret prayer. I've been praying it for years. Lord, anything going on in my body that's trying to destroy me, that's hidden from me, expose it. Any destruction going on in my life that's trying to destroy me, expose it. Be careful what you pray. I had a blood clot a blood clot that was behind my eye, and I could feel the pressure behind my eye. Remember, I prayed anything going on in my body that's trying to destroy me or take me out here prematurely, expose it. One day I coughed, a, I thought I was just, you know, coughing up clean. Great big old blood clot came out of my mouth. Right there. I couldn't believe I said, wow. But I prayed over my body. You have the power to lay hands on yourself. You have the power to trying to destroy me. Because when you do that, you bring everything out of the hidden realm, out of the dark realm, into the manifestation, into the light. And whatever the devil plans for evil, God will destroy it. It will not work. So he said right here in Psalm 103, who redeemed our life from destruction? What's trying to destroy you and you don't even know it? What's trying to destroy your heart? What's trying to destroy your faith? What's trying to destroy your mind? Come on, we got to go there. We got we to gotta go there in this season. What's trying to destroy you? 
and ask the Holy Spirit. He said, he redeemed your life from destruction, who crowned thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. Watch this, and this is where we are supposed to be tonight. Number five, satisfy thy mouth with good things. Is good coming out of your mouth? Is good in your mind? Is good in your imagination? If it's not, you need to kick it out. You need to kick out everything evil. You need to kick out sting of unbelief and doubt. Undoubt. You need to kick out everything of fear. You need to kick out worry. Come on now. Those are little things that are destroying our confidence and our faith. And they work behind the scenes and kill our health. Little things. Fear. Worry. Anxiety. Hurt. Pain. Unforgiveness. Bitterness. Not in this season. If you get to praying like I'm telling you tonight, let's go back to Ephesians. Let's go back to Ephesians 1, 1, 17 and 18. Let's go back there. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, will give unto you the spirit of wisdom, revelation knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. What area that you know you walking in the dark? Come on now. Is it your health? Come on now. Is it your finances? Come on now. Is it in your family, your children, the devil trying to sneak you in the back door? Start asking God to enlighten you. Start asking him that the eyes of my understanding will be enlightened, that I may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ, when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places, far above principalities. Do y'all know we're supposed to be above sickness? We're supposed to be far above lack, poverty, and debt? We're supposed to be far above these evil forces? Far above. We're supposed to be thinking above. When the coronavirus hit, I had a vision with my eyes open, sitting in my living room. I was in the emergency room, and I seen this man stretched out on a stretcher. And I, and I said, that's the spirit of death. So people are focusing on the coronavirus, but you better take authority over the spirit of death because that's what it's been doing. It's death. And so the Holy Ghost showed it to me, and I wasn't moved. I said, oh, no, no, I'm coming against it. I'm coming against it. And he hit me. He hit me first, me and my son, last year. I had that coronavirus. I know I had every symptom. I had a temperature the whole nine yards. But the whole time, and if Jesus Christ, I'm healed. <laughs> By the strategy of Jesus Christ, I'm healed. I kept saying it over and over and over. And another thing that I want to impart to you tonight, don't wait till you get sick. You need to get some healing scriptures and get about seven or eight of them. Psalms 107.20 says, he sent his word and healed us and delivered us from our destruction. Isaiah 53, you need to get some healing scriptures, and you need to start speaking them over yourself every single day. It's time for the saints of God to get strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. It's time for us to put on the whole armor of God. We are in a battle, y'all. We're in a war, a real war, a war for your mind, a war for your words, 
a war for your body. Satan wants to come in and live inside of your temple. You have to kick him out. Got to be right. Created me a clean heart and renew a right spirit every day. Give me a right spirit first, God, towards you, and then give me a right spirit towards everybody. I don't want to come this far and, and, and Jesus come back and I'll be lost. I don't want to come this far. Tonight, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Put God first. Get back in your prayer. Get back in the word of God. Get your faith in God. Put your trust in God. God is waiting for every intercessor, every prayer warrior out here, all over. Pastor Black said it earlier. God needs us to be in position. God needs us to be travailing. God needs us. And guess what? Watch this. This is a key. When you start praying the word of God, when you start praying according to his will, I'm going to close it with this right here, with this scripture. I want to close it with this. First John. First John. 14 and 15. I want to close it with this because I want y'all, I want you to get off this, I want you to get off this mind, get up on the tonight, and I want you to have a mind. I want you to have a mind to know the Lord. And the only way you're going to know him is to get in the word. It's First it's John 5. I want to leave this with you tonight. And this is the confidence that we have in him. Your confidence can't be in a denomination, in religion. Your confidence can't even be in us today. It cannot. It's got to be in him, to be in him. That if we ask, I told, I teach them, if you pray anything according to his will, his word, put the word of God right there. His will is his word. His will is his word. Put the word there. He heareth us. He heareth you when you pray his word. The Bible says in Isaiah that he watches over the word to perform it. He said that the word will not come back to him, boy. He's waiting to hear faith in the earth. That's what he's waiting to hear. Somebody that really believes and are taking him at his word, he said it, believe it, and that settles it. And if we know that he heareth us, whatsoever we ask, we pray. We know that we have the petitions that we are desired of him. Get your faith back in the right place. Get your mind back in the right place. Get your heart back in the right place. And get your confidence back in the right place so you can start bearing some fruit for the Lord. Get back in place so he can send you, so you can be his witness, so you can be full of the Holy Ghost, so you can be sensitive to the Spirit of God when he wants to use you to minister to a sinner. And sometimes it's not a sinner. It could be a backslider. It could be somebody that has fell by the wayside, but he needs you to be interceding and standing together. God bless everybody. I love you. Amen, amen, and amen. Pastor Zachary, thank you so much for that word on tonight. Truly, truly, my sister, we have heard a word from the Lord on tonight. People of God, I don't know if if this word didn't encourage you to to change the way you've been praying, change the way you've been studying the word. I don't know what's going to challenge you and what's going to provoke you and what's going to to propel you to that. Uh, The word tonight came to us, um, as the kids say, it was raw. It was 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.